Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. Here's what people need to know about paying taxes on their hobby activities. IRS Tax Tip 2021-94, June 30th, 2021. Many people are engaged in hobby activities that are also a source of income. And this can be a little bit confusing because if we get some income from something other than, say, our work, say, a W-2 type of income situation as an employee, we may then think, well, then it should be classified as business income, which it may need to depending on the circumstances. But if it were business income, then we would have to be generally reporting it on a Schedule C, usually having the related expenses that we would have to report on it. And we would then be paying, which could be significant, the self-employment taxes, which include the Social Security and Medicare. If, on the other hand, it's not classified as business income, then we might have to report it as some other source of income. We could be limited in that case to be reporting the expenses related to it, but a, a big benefit would be that we may not then be subject to the self-employment tax in addition to the income tax, the Social Security and Medicare. So, in other words, there's pros and cons to something being classified as, say, a hobby or, say, business income. And you're not supposed to make the decision based on the pros and cons as to which you would prefer it to be. You should be determining if you're engaging in the activity for profit or not, if that's going to be your objective, profit-seeking objective. But if something was classified as a hobby, you might be limited to the number of expenses. You can't do the same kind of expense write-offs that you could do, whereas if it was a business classification on a Schedule C, then you have the expenses that you can often write off related to it because it would only make sense that if you are seeking a profit-seeking goal, any costs that you had in order to achieve it should be something that you should be able to reduce to get taxed on the net income. However, Remember that those self-employment taxes are also very significant. So if you had some source of income and you don't have any expenses really to write off against it, then you would almost rather it be a hobby type of income as opposed to business income because you'll be subject to self-employment taxes if it was business income paying in addition to the income tax, possibly Social Security and Medicare on top of it. So there's actually kind of some pros and cons to one or the other, but just remember that you're supposed to be determining whether it is a business objective to determine whether or not something is business income or hobby income. Are you engaging it in that business for a profit kind of motive? So here we go. For example, some people started selling um, handmade items during the pandemic. These people must report this income on their tax return. So if you make handmade stuff, then Again, you kind of you, it's questionable as to whether it's going to be a hobby or a business. If you just do it because you like making handmade stuff and you're and you're not really seeking a profit on it, but you have some residual income that's coming in, possibly then it would be a hobby. But if you're doing it for added income and there's a profit-seeking motive for it, then you would think it would be maybe a, a business type of activity. If it were a business activity, you'd have bigger ability to be able to write off possibly the expenses related to it, such as the cost of the craft and material that you'd be using in order to make to make the stuff. Uh, but again, you might be subject to self-employment tax and whatnot. So also note that the, the IRS is going to be skeptical, of course, of losses as well. So if you have business income and the expenses are greater than the income, then you might have a loss, which you possibly can take against other income like W-2 income. 
And, the, the, you know, it, if you have a loss, that doesn't mean it's not for a profit-seeking goal because a profit-seeking motive could result in losses. But you can imagine a situation where if you have year after year of losses, the IRS is going to be once again a little skeptical as to whether or not is actually a, an income motive. You want to make sure that uh, you can verify that uh, you are pursuing whatever you're doing with the intent to make income, not losses that you can then take against your W-2 income with something that's really just a hobby. Right? So, And you can imagine if the IRS comes after someone in that situation, they're going to try to argue that it's a hobby and then you would try to, you'd have to prove that it was an income seeking thing, even though you had losses in it. So, okay. So a hobby is any activity that a person pursues because they engage in it with no intention of making a profit. So you're doing something that you're not intending to make a profit, although you're getting some residual income from it. And oftentimes that residual income wouldn't increase or be over and above the costs that you're sinking into it because it's a hobby. So this dif differs from those that operate a business with an intention of making a profit. So notice that's the main difference. Like one business, you're there, your goal is to make a profit. The other hobby, your goal is just to, you enjoy doing it. You're making models or you're doing something. You happen to sell a few of them on eBay or whatnot. It's not, you're not geared. You're not even trying to get more income than your expenses in that case and therefore you'd think it would be kind of a hobby thing and determining whether an activity is a hobby is a business or a hobby taxpayers must consider nine factors so here are the nine factors and when you look at these factors you're going to be imagining yourself facing down an irs agent say you're saying it's a business and you have some losses or something and the irs agent's coming after you and saying we think it's a hobby well then these are the points that you can kind of argue to try to you know, justify your case and whatnot. So whether an activity uh, is carried out in a business-like manner and the taxpayer maintains complete and accurate books and records. So if you pull out a nice systematic set of books and records related to it, then that's a, that's a plus in your favor that it's a business as opposed to like a hobby. Whether the time and effort the taxpayer puts into the activity shows they intend to make a profit. So you'd have to be determined, hey, look, I'm I'm doing this for a profit. I may not have made a profit, but I think I'm going to make one soon. I'm like trying. I'm doing I'm doing it for profit here. This is a profit seeking thing, whether they depend on income from the activity for their livelihood. So if it's something that, of course, you know, this this thing I'm doing here is putting like food on the table for me, then you would think it would a profit motive would be relevant there whether any losses are due to circumstances beyond the taxpayer's control or are normal for the startup phase of their type of business so if you have losses that's usually the argument you're like hey everybody loses money for like the first three years i'm going to get you know i'm going to get going and note that oftentimes the iris will kind of uh, assume that a three-year period that usually the the benefit of the doubt is more kind of on your side and then if you go over three years of losses, then the burden of proof may shift to you more to prove that this thing is an actual profit-seeking motive, even though you've lost money for more than, you know, three years in a row on it. So, but the, it is a good argument to say, hey, look, I mean, I'm starting a new business up and most businesses may lose money for the first few years, possibly. And that's just the way it, it is. Or there's been a downturn in the economy and clearly, uh, you know, I had losses this year. What do you want me to do about it? So whether they change methods to operation to improve profitability. So they might, you know, say they, they're changing their methods, trying to trying to 
the purposeful intent of making a profit, showing your intent to make profit, whether the taxpayer and their ad advisors have the knowledge needed to carry out the activity as a successful business. So do you, do you have the business skills needed to actually conduct a successful business? Whether the taxpayer was successful in making a profit in similar activities in the past. So if you have a past history of saying, hey, you, I used to make money in this industry. I'm starting a new business out. Maybe I'm struggling. I've had a few years of losses, but I have a proven track record of being profitable at this thing. And so, so I'm, you know, I'm trying to do, I'm trying to make a profit, whether the activity makes a profit in some years and how much profit it makes. So if you're making profit in some years, that would be more evident evidence that you have a profit seeking uh, motive for it. And obviously, again, the IRS is kind of like your silent partner saying here, like, what's going on with this business? Because we want our share of it and you keep on losing money. And when you lose money, not only are you taking money away from us on that business income, but you're taking it away from our other partnership income on your W-2 wages, right? Because you're writing off the loss maybe against other income. So they're skeptical of these losses. That's typically where a lot of these kind of uh, things come into play. So whether the taxpayer can expect to make future profit from the operation of the assets uh, used in the activity. So you could say, hey, look, you know, I'm not making money now, but things are turning around. I'm going to make future profit. Things are, you know, I've got the plan. Here's the plan. It's mapped out. Money's going to be made soon. You're going to get paid. You're going to get your money. You're going to get your money, government. We're going to be making money soon. So those are the factors you need to kind of argue. So all factors, facts, and circumstances with respect to the activity must be considered and no one factor is more important than another. If a taxpayer receives income from an activity that is carried out with no intention of making a profit, they must report the income they received on line one, schedule 1040, line eight. So if, if it's not, if it's a hobby income, then again, you oftentimes people would like it to be business income if they're going to have a loss for it or if they have substantial deductions. But like I said, if all you have is income and no other deductions, then it might even be better to be hobby income because you're not subject to that social security and whatnot. But those are the pros and cons between them. If it's hobby income, schedule one, form 1040, line eight, there's a link to that here. You can have more information on this wonderful topic at the links below, publication 17, your federal income tax return, publication 525, taxable and non-taxable income, publication 535, business expenses, and publication 334, tax guide for small business for individuals who use Schedule C. There's a link to those things here. There'll be a link to this in the description.